from the uh, gospel today. Jesus said to them again, peace be with you as the father has sent me. So I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. The sins you forgive, they are forgiven. The sins you hold bound, they are held bound. In the name of the Father, the Son of the Holy Spirit. Last week I was driving from here to Commerce and going through Campbell. You know, those back roads, you see, you know, mailbox in front of the homes, uh, right, up, right up on the county road. You see the mailboxes. And uh, right next to the mailbox, usually if the house is near the road or even set back, you see one of those fence lines and then uh, an iron um, iron bars and then a crossbar and then another bar. That's where the gate is. People are always hanging stuff up from their, that center bar. I saw an AK-47 last, last week or something that looked like an AK-47. And beneath the AK-47, these words, we don't call 911. The house was set back, so somebody somebody might think, "Oh well, we could go in there and we could hit this place." Uh, no, they're, they're they're sending a message. No, we're not going to call 911. So when you come here, you better be nice, or we'll take matters into our own hands. I just love Texas. The um, you know you can call 911, and the police may respond that fast, but every second that somebody's breaking into your home or something like that, oh, it's just terrible. It's like, where are they? I, I read a case uh, last week where someone called 911 in a city far away. Uh, they called 911. It took them two days to get there. You can imagine what they found after two days. Yeah. The, um, so 911 is, um, well, 911, these three numbers which uh, people have committed to their memory, I'd like to substitute three words for these three numbers and um, encourage you to begin using them um, today and throughout the rest of your life. What are the words? Um, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Today is Pentecost and um, we recall how Jesus told um, his first uh, apostles and disciples, unless I go to the Father, you will not receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, so who is the Holy Spirit? Well, in this church, the second window from the front, that one that looks um, like a bird, that's a dove, that's a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Uh, God the Father is God. Jesus, God the Son, is God. God the Holy Spirit is God. Three persons, one God. The, the love between God the, the, the love that God the Father has for Jesus, God the Son, is so, and the love that Jesus, uh, God the Son, has for God the Father is so that it's God the Holy Spirit. Um, the, um, uh, this is a beautiful way to understand who the Holy Spirit is and how he is our advocate, someone who can guide us um, in difficult times, in joyful times as well. But um, we can see how beautifully the calendar of the church telescopes, um, uh, speaking of Pentecost and the Holy Spirit, um, it demands that we speak of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The most blessed Trinity feast day is next Sunday, the Sunday after Pentecost. The, um, 
Um, but we don't call upon the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is lonelier than the Maytag repairman. The phone never rings. We, uh, we never call upon um, the, uh, the Holy Spirit or seldom, and it's to our detriment all the time. Um, Catholics and other Christians uh, just don't see it necessary to consult someone who is right there, ready, faster than that, to, to, to help us in our regular mundane decisions and yes, in those most important, most difficult moments of life. No, I can just handle it myself. What's his name? I don't need him. Um, and that's, that's where we're wrong. Um, when I was a kid, I never missed, um, Monday through Friday, never missed watching the reruns of Superman, right? Superman could see through walls and he could tell when somebody was in danger and he could go and do something. Well, Superman took him a while to get wherever he was going. Um, Parents, um, you face the most difficult thing in your life. Children are the hearts of parents with arms and legs walking around. And your, um, your heart may walk into traffic or get into trouble on the Internet or something like that. And if, oh, if only you could see around corners, if only you could anticipate this or that, well, you can but it means that you must be in constant communication um, with the Holy Spirit. It's not magic. Superman was just fiction. Um, and everybody knows, in reality, I am Superman. Um, but um, please don't tell anybody. Um, the, uh, the Holy Spirit is there for us to invoke. He's our guide, our advocate. The... Um, uh, you don't even have to write the prayer on your hands. You know, like you see people at the grocery store, milk, bread, eggs. No, you don't, you don't have to write, come Holy Spirit. It's so easy to remember. Uh, I mentioned in my announcements uh, that tomorrow is the Feast of Three Saints. One of those saints is St. Mary Magdalene de Pazzi. When, once Jesus appeared to her and he, he asked her to visit him 33 times a day in the tabernacle. In other words, to make a visit to the chapel or to the church. Uh, 33 for every year before this happened, that he was on earth. And she did. Friends, if you and I call upon the Holy Spirit as we should every day, 33 is a low number. If you go through a day and you only call upon the Holy Spirit 33 times, you will consider it a, um, a wasted opportunity. Yeah. Um, but the, um, the Holy Spirit is there to guide us. As I said, in, in mundane decisions, you know, I mean, how many times have people said, uh, someone said to a, someone else, does this dress make me look fat? Um, do these shorts make me look fat, right? Well, how about uh, since we're here at the beginning of summer, how about every time you're getting dressed, men and women, uh, come Holy Spirit, is this something I should be wearing? Well, outside of this room, right? Um, yeah, and the Holy Spirit will tell you. Um, when your children give you problems, I don't understand that. Oh, okay, let me see here. I'm paying all the bills and you're living here and you're giving me a problem? Okay. Uh, anyway, um, I'm praying for your parents. How about instead of arguing with them, which is obviously what they want, I was saying, you know what, 
why don't we sit down and pray to the Holy Spirit? Oh, okay, I'll put it on. Forget it. The uh, easiest way to get them to do it, right? Anything but praying to the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is like Barney the dinosaur. He does not exist in the minds of most children. Because as parents, you have an impossible job. Uh, you have an impossible job. But don't give up. You have the best lawyer. That's what an advocate is, isn't it? You have the best lawyer, the best advocate, the best guide. You have the Holy Spirit. But um, what would be an example of um, of um, the opposite of calling upon the Holy Spirit? Well, um, uh, I've I've um, so many times I've I've just turned on the radio, and I'll I'll hear a comedian um, on the radio, um, and in uh, just five or ten seconds into their bit, they're taking God's name in vain. Uh, blankety blank this and blankety blank that. Can you imagine if somebody substituted the prophet Muhammad? Uh, well, no, he wouldn't do that. And, and I understand why. But it's okay to mock God, um, to say his name and then say the word damn. Oh, that's fine. The movies you see, that's fine. It's just a... Uh, it's just artistic license. How about getting another license? Uh, how about taking away their license, right? Um, you see, when someone says the name of God and then later on adds the word damn, this is what the individual is actually saying. Hey, hey, you, yeah, you, take this thing and take it straight to hell right now. Step on it, buddy. Well, no, of course I, I didn't say that. I mean, well, no, no. That's actually what you did say. Well, I was mad. You know, people used to use racial slurs years ago when they were mad. They don't do it anymore. Well, some people do, but there's nothing you can do with some people. Uh, oh, I was mad. Well, you know what? Um, uh, you know what? Uh, yes, officer, I did rob the bank, but it's not my fault. I was mad. Doesn't pass the smell test, does it? Yes, officer, I was speeding, but I was mad. Oh, no ticket. Uh, it's Father Paul. No ticket. Right. Then I wake up. Right. They, uh, so you were mad and you decided to take God's name in vain. You know, that's a mortal sin. Well, uh, think about what you're going to say 10 minutes after you're dead to him. And he's got all eternity to listen to your explanation. It, it, it won't it won't pan out. But friends, isn't that the total rejection of come Holy Spirit? No, I don't need you because I am God and I will tell you what to, you take this right now and take it. Right. Every time someone says that expression, that's what's happening. And you need to confess it. There's another one right there. Um, how can a priest, how can a priest uh, forgive sins? Only God can forgive sins. Exactly. That's what Jesus says right here. Um, Jesus says, um, he breathes on them and says, receive the Holy Spirit. The sins you shall forgive, they are forgiven. The sins you hold bound, they are held bound. I don't know if you've noticed it, but everyone seems today to want to go to confession. On Facebook, people tell things, show things that they shouldn't tell anyone but God. And now everybody knows it. They go on TV and they say their most intimate details of something that happened. Then later on, they realize, I just went to confession, but I didn't get pardoned. 
and now I am ashamed the rest of my life. You know what many people do in such circumstances? Yeah, they take their own lives. I'm so ashamed. People go to confession all over the place. Yeah, the guy had too many drinks. Hey, Joe, do you remember what you said last night? Yeah, this and this and this. Oh, I said, I can't believe it. I'm so ashamed. Exactly. Going to confession is different than that because you are, I am, forgiven of my sins in the sacrament of confession. Well, how is that possible? Well, it's impossible without the Holy Spirit. Uh, Receive the Holy Spirit. The sins you forgive, they are forgiven. The sins you don't forgive, they're not forgiven. It's pretty straightforward, isn't it? Standing in line to go to confession, I or you or your children, come Holy Spirit. Oh, that's too hard. Oh, that's too hard. Yeah, there are, there are papers over there that can help you examine your conscience. But saying to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, if you'll remind me of my sins, I'll confess every one of them. Oh, I don't need to because, again, I'm God. <laughs> you take... Right. The, uh, the problem is we presume that Jesus, who is the bridegroom, um, uh, three days after this, he sees his bride, the church, on Easter Sunday night for the first time, and that somehow he arrived there empty-handed. Oh, I, I, I left it in the car. I, I got something for you, but I left it at home. Uh, no. Uh, look what Jesus has for his bride, the church. First of all, he has himself, his presence, his resurrected body. And he says, peace be with you. Uh, the peace of Christ is not something that we should consider is nothing, right? The peace of Christ is nothing. Well, you know, the, we just assume that the peace of Christ is just breaking out all over the world in places like Yemen and Syria and Iraq and Iran, Libya, Venezuela, wherever, right? How, how, how about between husbands and wives, brothers and sisters, um, friends, relatives, um, uh, fellow Americans, right? Yeah, peace is just breaking. Peace of Christ just breaking out all over the place. What planet do they live on if they think that way? Jesus, the the, the gifts that Jesus gives, he gives, um, but the world rejects. And after Jesus gave them his peace, he gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit. Oh, that's nice. Do you have anything helpful in there besides the Holy Spirit? Yeah, the Holy Spirit who can help me see around corners and go th- help me through the most difficult moments of my life. Um, the, um, the Holy Spirit, uh, we can call upon the Holy Spirit and should call upon the Holy Spirit to guide us whenever we're, we're driving somewhere on a trip um, or going somewhere on the Internet. Yeah? Um, Holy, come Holy Spirit. Um, you know, if we, if we can't, Say it out loud. We can say it interiorly and we will be heard. You might recall about 15 years or so ago, I went with my mom's only sister, my Aunt Mary. She's now dead, but she had a stepson, Butch. And Butch was in the, 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 the service. He got out. Um, Butch was living down near Temple, Texas. And uh, one night he was outside of a bar and he got into a big fight and they beat him up so bad. They nearly killed him for months and months. Butch was in one of those veterans nursing homes down there. He could move only his eyes. He couldn't talk. 
couldn't move his hands, his feet. And so he was going, going, going. Well, we went down there and for two or three hours we were in his room talking at him. I mean, we couldn't even know if, if he could if he could understand us, hear us, kind of like right now. The uh, Anyway, so uh, Butch was raised in a very anti-Catholic family. Um, um, his father, who was very anti-Catholic, married my Aunt Mary and became a Catholic. Um, he died um, uh, 11 years ago, um, well prepared. But anyway, so we're on the way out the door, and I, I thought, well, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I took off my miraculous medal, and I held it up to Butch. Again, he could only move his eyes. So I said, Butch, this is the mother of Jesus. If you want her to help you, you're going to have to ask her. So I pinned it on him, and I left. Six months later, he called my Aunt Mary. This shows you how long ago it was. Um, he, he had moved to California. He found a job there. That's back when they had jobs in California. He was driving. Um, the, uh, they were waiting for him to die. Everybody was waiting for Butch to die. So Butch called upon Our Lady, and look what she did. No, that's not what happened. He called upon her, and look what the spouse of Our Lady did. How did he come into this world? It was by the power of the Holy Spirit working in the Blessed Virgin Mary. Blessed Virgin Mary can do zero on her own, as you know. So when Butch asked her to help, um, she turned to her spouse, the Holy Spirit, who did the heavy lifting. Isn't that what spouses are for? Oh, here, this is heavy. Would you lift that? Exactly. Exactly. So he didn't have to say a word exteriorly. He could say it in his mind. Call upon her. You and I can call upon the Holy Spirit. But do we really need the Holy Spirit? I mean, there's me and there's you. I mean, we are God, right? We, we're so powerful. No, we're not. Um, and of course, the children, uh, the world does not hear about the Holy Spirit. Um, we hear about important things instead. Yeah, more important than the Holy Spirit. Now, that's an ego. That is an ego. Um, but friends, let us call upon the Holy Spirit today. Um, if you've ignored him your entire life, um, uh, as most of us have, um, he will be glad to hear from you. Um, visit him throughout the day. Come, Holy Spirit. Um, and you'll be amazed at how he makes changes in the average decisions of every day. You know, I was listening to this music, or I was watching this TV, or I was going to this website, or I was wearing these clothes, or I was doing this, or I was doing that. All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit has some very excellent guidance. I don't think, uh, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Well, what do you mean? And he will tell you, come, Holy Spirit, in the name of the Father, Son of the Holy Spirit.